Greetings, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in a millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, I am Erin Patton and welcome to the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here for my solo cast, for my solo channel. And if you haven't already, I encourage you to subscribe to my channel at I am Erin Patton. Also like this video and definitely share it with your friends because this is information that the collective needs. And it's not just for business folks, y'all. But today, my channel is really going to be focused on how do we overcome the cyclical nature of business and also the cyclical nature of life. Because we all have these ups and downs, these loop-de-doops and Life is nothing more than a, like a really fun roller coaster. Like we really should be thinking about it like a roller coaster. And business is the same. I mean, when you look at like the stock markets, when you look at just markets in general, there's always ups and there's always downs. Yet when we get to those down moments, like the pendulum swings to the to the side where shit's looking bad, then there's always a lot of the lower emotions that start to arise. And let's just be honest with ourselves about that because this is something that we must be able to understand, work through, and release and overcome in order to embrace the cyclical nature of life, the cyclical nature of business with ease. Doing so with ease and finding the opportunities in these down moments, okay? Because I've worked with so many clients when they get to like down the cycles and they have to go in front of their board and board members and they're having to explain why they're down. And instead of being able to see these as opportunities or communicate as opportunities or actually find the real problems, there's a lot of blame. There's a lot of blame. Well, such and such is out, or this person was underperforming, or we don't have the right da 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 da. And that just takes us back into the victim cycle. It takes us back into the victim mindset. Okay. And think about it the same when you're in your personal life and shit's not going good, say in your marriage and you're in your partnership and your family um, with your kids. And then you're so quick. And I understand too, as a mom, like, oh my God, my child is just so difficult. Or, oh my God, this person is just, they, they're always like my spouse is, they never understands me, never listens to me. And there's a lot of, of blame that's placed externally on our emotions so it's it's we're really allowing external factors external individuals energies to influence how we feel and we all know as we're going on this along this enlightened journey as enlightened leaders enlightened business leaders enlightened family leaders that we must own and take accountability for our own emotions period like that i mean that's baseline shit and 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 this is you know, things that we all struggle with. So I'm not, there's no condemnation in this. There's no punishment in this. It's just some real ass reminding that we must take accountability for our own emotions in these down moments. 
Because we have to understand and understand that it is the vibration that precedes the manifestation. So let's say that we stay in this, this emotion of anger, this emotion of blame, then you can guarantee that the problem that you're facing is going to persist. Not only will it persist, but it'll likely grow bigger. Because <laughs> that's how it works. That's how energy works. And so it's incumbent upon us to learn how to manage our emotions, to learn how to tap into higher emotions so that we can shift the frequency of the problem. So that we can shift into a mindset set of creative creation, of innovative creation, of, 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 of you know, quantum creation. And the only way to do this is by shifting the vibrational frequency within our own being. And that starts with our emotions. Our emotions are just that. They're energy in motion. And I want to say that again so we can really start to tap into the scientific nature of who we are as biocomputers, as, as energetic beings. Our emotions are nothing more than energy in motion. So we must be able to control and monitor and take accountability for this energy that's in motion within our being. So going back to the example of, let's say, a downturn in your company, and you're having to face your board, you're having to face your leadership team, if you're a chairman, if you're in a leadership position, how do you really start to manage these conversations? And you manage these conversations by first managing yourself. Tapping into yourself. How do I take back my power in a situation where I actually was feeling powerless? I was feeling powerless because I was thinking that someone else was driving my business, whether it was your sales team, whether it was your product team, whatever team it was, you were giving your power away. You were giving the organization's power away to that, that entity of the, of the organization. When in reality, if you're the leader, you're holding the vast majority of the power of the organization that gets felt and distributed throughout. Okay, same within your family. If I'm feeling like with my spouse, oh, this person's triggering me, this person's getting on my last nerve, I have to go sleep in another room, I can't even handle it, you already know how it sounds. I'm giving away my power. If this person wants to blah, 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 or complain, 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 how do I stay in my center? How do I be a strong, a strong center, listening, sounding board for someone else's projections, if you will? Because likely that's what it is. Remembering who you are in the moment and then coming back to conversations when the energy is right. When the emotions are a little bit more calm. So this is how we start to approach very difficult, the cyclical nature of life when things aren't so uppity up up, when things are down to be down down. How do I really, really start to see, feel, embrace these circumstances, these experiences as they are lessons. Lessons for my being to remind itself, okay, yes, I'm feeling these emotions. And okay, yes, I have absolutely 100% control of the situation because you know what? I am a creator. I am not a victim. I create this reality. 
And it's really, it's just like almost being like an improv or being in a skit or just, you know, these are actors in my movie. <laughs> and not only is this my movie, I'm the main character, I'm the director, I'm the producer, I'm the, you know, I'm the uh, uh, sound person. You know, I'm really controlling all aspects of what this feels like, of what this looks like, and of course, ultimately what the outcome will be. And the outcome piece is the part that generally brings us the most fear. We fear a lot of things that aren't real. And, and let's also break down what fear is. Fear is false evidence appearing real. So generally, we're fearing things that aren't even true. Break that down for a second. Let's break that down for a second. So when you're going into a situation, particularly in your business, and you're fearing a particular reaction from someone, is that reaction really grounded in truth? Or is that something your mind has just played out to just give you this sense of anxiety? Because generally you have, you've been prepared. I know you are. I know who you are. You're prepared. You've prepared for this. You've been thinking about this. You probably lost sleep over this. You know exactly what they're going to ask you. You know exactly what, you know, the questioning will be. You know exactly what, you know, the person's going to feel like they're going to be irritated or annoyed. You already know. So you're prepared for it. Stand in your power. Know what you're going to say. Stand in your truth. Know your solutions. And you don't have to bend to the uncomfortableness that you're feeling in your body. Because that's part of the ascension process. The ascension process is grounded in getting uncomfortable, feeling uncomfortable, having pains in your stomach, getting headaches, getting sick. This is part of the ascension process, the body realigning with this higher self, the body tapping into these new energetic frequencies, these new activations, if you will. And that's how we have to start viewing these, these semi, seemingly uncomfortable moments in our life when we're ill, when we're angry, when we're anxious. This is our body inviting us, encouraging us, working with us to ultimately release these emotions and do away with these scenarios to begin with. Likely, when you're able to master these emotions in that moment, the downturns, the down moments disappear. Ooh, imagine that. Imagine that. That we could maybe actually stabilize the cyclical nature of our businesses, of our household, of our relationships by merely realigning our own emotional frequencies. Slowing down that pendulum to a point of stasis. That now feels aligned. That now feels so much more powerful moving from a point of stasis. As, a, as opposed to chaos 
and or uncertainty and or uncomfortability. Being comfortable in that. Knowing that, hey, I'm going to feel something, but it's just a feeling, not judging it as uncomfortable. So you're taking it to higher levels. And as you're taking it to higher levels and you best expect higher outcomes, that is how this world works. We are constantly and ever evolving higher states of being higher states of existence, higher states of feeling, and higher states of seeing, right? We want to be able to see higher outcomes for our businesses, whether it be more profitable, more innovative products, services, growing, expanding our businesses, growing, expanding our offering, reaching more people, bringing in more people, What is that highest vision that you imagine? Can you hold on to that? How long can you hold on to it? That's the work. The work is really tapping into our highest visions for ourselves, for our businesses, for our families, for our relationships, and holding and grasping. Not too hard to it, but holding it, not grasping. Let's not take it to that far. Let's hold it in our being. Let's hold it in our feeling and not be attached to it, okay? The grasping kind of signifies to me attachment and that's not what we want. We want to hold the energy, hold the space, hold the container for the vision. Yet we don't want to, you know, have it weigh us down. We want to always be in a state of trust. You want to always be in a state of ease. Okay? No disease over here. No disease over here. We want to be in that state of ease as we hold on to that vision. So as we're moving through those cyclical cycles, there is still that energy of trust in that vision. And when you have the trust in that vision, then that removes the fear. That removes the fear of the worst case scenario because we know that this is a lesson, a learning lesson, something we need to tweak, an opportunity, if you will, to refine our model, to to train up our employees, to listen to what's happening on the ground as opposed to blaming, as opposed to firing, as opposed to avoiding. Those aren't the moves. The challenge here is all around refining the process to get to our goals. Refining our intentions so that we can stay focused on the goals. Remember, we talked about the difference between goals and intentions. I've talked about this many times. And we know that our goals are discrete. They're set. They're smart. They're measurable. They're actionable. All of those things. And our intentions are the emotions 
that we attach to those goals so that we can stay in that energetic frequency of success. That's why we do the success visualizations. I have a visualization exercise on my YouTube channel, a rose gold visualization that allows us to stay in that state of, of bliss, if you will, that state of happiness, that state of success, that state of joy, so that we can move towards our goals every day in the moment, not thinking about where we're not at. Because I know how that feels. It's frustrating when you're, when you're trying to reach a goal and you're not there yet and you reach the deadline and it's still not there. You feel like you've, you've actually backtracked. I know what that feels like. It's not a happy feeling and it's not going to be supportive in getting you to your goal. I feel loving. There has to, we have to remove the punishment. And I know this is difficult for high achievers like us because that's how we grew up thriving. We were punished to get to where we wanted to go. We punished ourselves. We were punished by our, our tiger parents. We were punished by our teachers. We were punished by society. But that is not how we get to our success in this day and time. It's not the way. Not with our children, not with our spouses, not in our businesses. We must remove the punishment. And not to say that everything has to be hunky-dory. We got to be celebrating all the damn time. No, it's not even about that either. It's more about nurturing. It's more about acceptance. It's more about the trust in our inner being. We must be able to hold that inner child energy, holding on to ourself in ease, in that state of ease, in that state of comfort, so that we know that we're safe, we know that we are secure, despite the turbulence that's happening around us. And that's likely what a lot of us have been lacking in our inner child or our childhoods. That feeling of safety, that feeling of security amidst chaos. And as a leader, this is your job. This is your duty. This is your responsibility for yourself. And as you embody that within yourself, then it is thus emanated around your organ, across your organization, to your colleagues, to your family. Your security, your safety, your trust in your being creates the higher vibrational energy, creates the productivity, creates the success creates the love that everyone else is wanting to feel around you. And I hope this starts to settle into your being because I'm definitely speaking to the field here as I'm talking about how to navigate the cyclical nature of business, how to navigate the cyclical, cyclical nature of life, the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, the pendulum swings, this is a realigning, 
a re-education, if you will, of how our emotional our emotional capacity has been exercised, if you will, over time. Remember, our emotions are nothing more than just energy and motion. So we really want to be able to create more space for that energy in our being, more observation of that energy in our being. And when I talk about observation, it's the noticing, it's the naming, the noticing, the naming, and the nurturing of that emotion, of that energy in your being. When you're noticing it, oh, I'm so angry at such and such, or I'm so angry at myself, or okay, oh, I'm noticing, I'm mad as hell at somebody because they didn't do what the fuck I wanted them to do. Ooh, listen to that language. They didn't do something that I wanted them to do. They have free will. He, she, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Okay? In your organization, okay, we don't control others. We can encourage, we can inspire, we can teach, we can train, yet everyone has free will. So we have to come back to our own accountability, okay? They weren't performing at the level of the performer, okay, all right, okay, what can I do? What do I, what kind of, what kind of uh, measures, what kind of boundaries, what kind of, you know, KPIs do I need to create? What kind of incentives do I need to restructure to really get at the behaviors that I'm trying to see come from the people in my organization? You know, how can I start to mastermind structures strategies that can create more of what this business needs to get to our vision, to get to our goal? How do I start to create solutions out of this problem instead of blaming someone who likely is a non-factor in your problem? It's my problem, not theirs. So a lot of what we're doing as we're starting to navigate this cyclical nature, the the ups and downs of business, the ups and downs of life is, of course, always coming back to self. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Naming it and then nurturing it. Okay, you feel this way. I'm nurturing it. What can I do about it? What do I need in this moment? Can take half a day, go for a run, go for a walk. Nurture myself with some good food. Go listen to some good music. Walk out in nature. And I'm going to come down. I'm going to come back to work tomorrow. And I'm going to think of some solutions. Because I am the leader. I am the one that gets to do this. I am the one that gets to make the decisions. I am the one that gets to inspire my teams. I have this position. And I'm so grateful for it. This is how we have to start speaking to ourselves as leaders. This is how we have to start speaking to ourselves as problem solvers. And this is how we start to create those ripples of positive energy, of positive transformation, of more heightened transformation within our organizations, within our families, and ultimately in our lives. Okay. And I, I feel that this, this, this is now complete. And I know that you're going to leave this feeling empowered, feeling inspired to get through that cycle, 
to get to that down cycle, to get to that downturn, to get to this bad shit that you're going through with ease. With ease. Because everything is here to serve our highest good. Every experience, every lesson, every opportunity is here to serve you. It's here for you. And you are guided, you are protected, and you are loved every moment through it. Trust and believe that. All right. So if this resonated with you, definitely like this video, share it with your friends, subscribe to my channel at I am Erin Patton. Also, there is my podcast on social media at the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. I'm also across all social channels at I am Erin Patton. If this resonates with you on a personal level, on an organizational level, and you feel called to work with the Meta Business world, as I am the Chief Enlightened Officer for the Meta Business world, definitely go to my website, themetabusiness.world, and apply for our programs. We have lots of programs that support businesses, organizations, and how to navigate downturns and how to navigate lots of challenges with ease. And we would be honored to work with you. So this concludes this episode. I look forward to seeing you on our next episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. I love you all so much. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.